chat what is going on fellow chatters today on the show i have radio personality and host of the podcast the f words taylor k but first the coffee of the day which is the dark roast from tim hortons and now my chat with taylor well, Taylor, thanks for sitting down with me and having a little bit of a chat. I know you're always busy as, you know, TV, radio personality, voiceover. You've got podcasts, you've got YouTube videos. And I think what keeps you mostly on your toes is your special Ks, your three daughters. Oh, yeah, for sure. The special Ks, that's right. They're, it's funny because now when we go to events, um, people are excited to see the special Ks. And I'm like, I might as well just leave. Like they get noticed on the street or in the mall. And I mean, I guess because I use, I, you know, we're on social media together and, um, and that was by choice. I wanted to include them in what I was doing. And I had a couple of mentors, uh, when I was having children to sing, you know, bring the kids wherever you are. Like, and so that's what I've done. And then I gave them a nickname, the special case and it kind of stuck, it, it stuck. Well, I mean, like me, when I go out with, you know, the five girls that I have in my house, it's like, yes. oh, I'm kind of here, but not really. I'll, exactly. Here's... I don't know how you survive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. But anyways, yeah, so like you you have your, your, your kids and your husband and your videos and, and all the other media, that stuff that you have going on. What kind of uh, points do you kind of go, okay, maybe we won't do this type of video, but we'll do this? Um, we decided a, a, a long time ago, and not, I shouldn't say not, but back in 2016, we were doing family vlogs, and being already an on-air personality, I was used to scrutiny, and you know, you're gonna haters gonna hate as Taylor Swift <laughs> and people, right? Um, as the great Taylor Swift has said, and I can deal with the hate, but there was people saying not not a, things that were not appropriate for children and what you know how old my kids were. So we stopped the vlogs and we started doing uh, little crafting videos called Will This Work and fun baking videos. And actually, you know, you got to go where the universe pushes you because from there, my daughter got a crafting show and then the two eldest got a crafting show together in the U.S. So, you know, those haters, thank you so much. I stopped vlogging and then we started trying something new and... Um, and vlogging takes a lot of time. As you know, you've had lots of people like on your show and we, we know in our industry, you and I, Jason, we know people that vlog. It's a lot of work and you've got to hide also where you live, license plates, school uniforms, whatever you want to, because you still want to have that uh, anonymity, Well, I, even though you're out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, the biggest thing is, is time. Like a vlog, yeah. you know, uh, what, you know, a five eight minute video of your day could take three hours to edit right? just to pick out the best parts of the day. And trust me, there are parts that are just not fun at all. Well, and that's the thing, right? And some of the stuff I'm like, what, what is the takeaway? And I do have like um, mentors in my, in my life that I still, I think everyone at whatever stage you're at, I'm, I'm, I've been in the industry for 20 years for radio and TV, but still this, you know, the, the online content creation for me is still, I'm still a baby and I still call it the wild, wild west and I have mentors and, and coaches and they're like, where's the takeaway? And sometimes I'll watch vlogs. I'm like, there's no takeaway here with Casey Neistat. For example, there's always a takeaway when you see him on YouTube or some family bloggers. I, I feel like I learned something. 
Um, I don't know if people want to watch me make food and go to a, you know, soccer game with my kids or whatever, you know, there should be a takeaway for anything that you do. Well, I think like if you're going to make food, hey, let's show you how to actually do it instead of just doing right. it. But I think like right now, like we're all still babies in this sort of world of, of uh, online or digital media because there are no rules. There just you're seems right. to be there, like yeah. everyone has a different way of doing it. I mean, even if you look at uh, podcasts, I mean, yep. who's to say what even time wise, what amount of time is your is is good for your podcast. Your yours, the F words is quite short, but it packs yeah. in a lot of information. One hundred percent. And there's people I've gone to a lot of conferences. I've geeked out and gone to all the conferences that you need to go to for podcasting because that's my first love is audio and radio. It's like you know when they when people get get up on stage and like what's the perfect time for a podcast? Well, you've got to test it out and see what your listeners want. And the one thing I will suggest if people are getting into podcasting is make sure you purchase a package that allows you to look at your analytics. I'm all about analytics because you want to, even for Facebook, when I do my Facebook lives and all my videos and content creation, I live off analytics to see, you know, is this the right demo I'm hitting? Or is this the content that people want? Same with podcasts. You, you want your analytics. And when people, when I talk to clients and they're like, we don't want to purchase the analytics statute, I'm like, no, you do, because you want to know like, hey, is this, again, back to the takeaway, are the people that were, our demo that we're hitting, are they taking away? And it goes back to maybe me geeking out again in radio and how we would have these diaries back in the day, and now it's called PPM, where it tells you how many people are listening per hour, per quarter hour, how long you're sticking around, what their age is. Well, I mean, the one good thing, though, <laughs> about doing podcasts or even YouTube videos compared to radio and TV is you don't have somebody up in the high ups going, well, your numbers weren't good this week. So see ya. <laughs> even if your numbers aren't good one week, you can still keep going because, hey, you're enjoying what you're doing. But I think like it's a, it's a tug yeah. and pull, right? Analytics versus doing what you're having fun at doing. 100%. And there was a guy that my hubby and I heard talk at a conference and he was, a, he called himself an OG YouTuber and he was like, not even 30, but because he had started at such a young age, he's like, I'm like a grandfather in YouTube now, which is not the case anymore. There's like people of all different ages, but back in the day it was like, okay, it's just, you know, teenagers doing it. But we were, everyone's asking him, you know, is, is it all about the likes? Like, 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 share, share, share. And he had a great comment and said, no, it's about the love. It's about people saying, I love your show. Because the people that love your show, and those are the people that will share the show. Those are the people that are going to buy your merchandise. Those are the people that are going to be, you know, at, you know, they're commuting and someone's going to say, what are you listening to? Oh, I'm listening to this, that podcast. You should check it out. So um, for me, it's not, it's not about the likes. It's about the love. Oh, exactly. Like, I mean, there is with, 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 Digital media, there is such a difference between, you know, traditional media and digital media where a thousand people that are listening to your show in podcast form or watching your YouTube video are way more dedicated than a million people watching you on TV. Right. You're right. And it's about the niche now. Like, I, I'll say even for for Instagrammers, because um, we all know people can buy their following. And it's it's really frustrating for those of us that are building it legitimately and not buying uh, followers from all over the world 
and and brands need to be a little bit more aware about that. But brands want the likes, and they should be worried about the loves. Some brands are are now just wanting the loves, and they're going to more niche. Um, they're calling them niche Instagrammers, podcasters, YouTubers. It's not niche. It's just they just they didn't buy their following. That's what it is. <laughs> like they've actually grown a proper following. Well, I, I mean, that's, it has to be done that way. You can't like right. buying a following is not going to get you where it's all about engagement and it, you could have, you know, 10,000 people following you, but if only two engage with you, there's, you have nothing. But if right. you have, you know, a hundred people following you and 50 people are engaging with you daily, then there is a strong input on what kind of, you know, even what kind of, uh, exchange you can put forward with, you know, your, your merchandise or listening to your videos and, and showing, uh, advertisers, you know, Hey, I've got a lot of engagement in my show. Right. But, and like going back to what you said, Jason, like it's, you know, people are, are looking at that, right. They're, and, and they're noticing that. And yes, you don't have a boss per se, you're your own boss, but you'll be aware of like, what's, what's working for you and what's not working for you because, in the end, we all kind of do want to make some money. Oh, I mean, and, you I mean, always guess. You got to definitely keep your eye on the analytics, but it's always yeah. a tug and pull every day. Like, <laughs> hey, that show wasn't that great. It didn't didn't uh, get a lot of uh, listeners or viewers, but hey, I'm still gonna go. Well, and I think people have to be honest with their clients too. We're I'm pretty honest with the team that I have with me, and even with Natasha. You know, Natasha's been a great friend, and she's a mentor, and she's a coach. Um, to me, um, and I should say Natasha Kaufman, who's my co-host of the F words, but I'm, I'm pretty honest with clients. So for example, this past summer, clients really love my Facebook live and they wanted to do them. And I just said, listen, you're not going to get the return on investment that you want because everyone's away. Right. And like, just like in TV, people play reruns for a reason. Um, because you're not going to get the views that you want. That's why there's hiatus and things like that. So I take a hiatus from Facebook lives in the summer. We'll do pop-up Facebook lives. Um, now I could have just said, taken the money from clients and said, yeah, let's do it. But that's, that's not my brand. But, I want to make yeah, sure that well, you're hurting yeah. your brand. You know, yeah. nothing, nothing works short term when you want to look long term. It's a marathon. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's not. For me, it's I'm in for the marathon. Yeah. I'm not in for the, the short 100-meter sprint. Well, speaking of Natasha, she is uh, she co-hosts with you on your podcast, The F Words. It's yourself, Natasha, and Anthony. Can't forget him, yes. right? Yep, her husband. <laughs> just, it's funny because it was just Natasha and I, and we've been talking about it for years. And then um, it was like two years ago in September – Natasha's like, why aren't we doing this? And I literally, I said, let's just stop talking about it. I said, show up this day at the studio. If you don't show up, it's not going to happen. And then she showed up. And half of it is just showing up, right? And Natasha, you tell her, yeah, this is happening. And then we just celebrated our two-year anniversary, which is great. Well, you definitely pick up on a lot of really sort of neat subjects that all kind of relate around what you determine as the F words, uh, what word or subject kind of brought the most interest from listeners? I think what anything to do with family relationships that people love that. And I think people love that Natasha and Anthony are married and they, sometimes there is no holds barred like this coming week. Uh, well, I'll say that in two weeks, 
it, it was a tough podcast because it, it's uh, when it airs, it's all about gratitude and saying thank you. And Anthony admits he's never, I'm giving a little bit away, but he's never said thank you to Natasha. And they've been together for a couple of years. And, and in a relationship, you got to acknowledge that stuff because sometimes you feel like crap. You, you want to hear like you're a great wife or you're a great coworker or you're a good friend. Well, I mean, so, it's appreciation. You know, even a little yeah. thank you just shows you, hey, I do appreciate what you're doing. Maybe I haven't said it in a while, but, you know, even if I don't say it, I still do appreciate it. Right. But the relationship stuff does well, and it all goes back to the analytics. We wanted to do, for sure, Natasha and I wanted to do more business stuff because that's where our minds are. And then we were doing businessy type of podcasts with, with stats and things, and and it wasn't shared and people weren't loving it. People weren't DMing going, this is amazing. Holy crap, I love this. But when we do relationship and family type of stuff, people message us and like, yeah, this is relatable. Yeah, I'm having a shitty day too. You know, because people, you know, with this whole, uh, with all the social platforms, everybody's life is curated. And I think somebody has to say, yeah, no, my life's shitty now too sometimes. But, you know, it's not always like, sunshine unicorns lollipops and rainbows there's sometimes tough days and we we should all relate to that and acknowledge that well i mean listening to your 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 live show i think it was uh november december even the questions had a lot to do with family and relationships yeah so yeah and that's and that's you know and it's great because natasha has an older son and anthony has older kids and i'm I'm like, we're all around the same age, but they had kids younger, and uh, my kids are, are all younger, so I'm going through what they went through. Natasha and Anthony um, have both been married before. I haven't, so that's a totally different, um, you know. And also, three people in a show is, is, a, lot of, is a lot of fun. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I still, don't, I still don't remember how I came across your podcast, whether it was through various people on Twitter that sort of matched up or I just came across it but a few first few listens I was like hey this is a fun show it's it's sort of three friends getting together chatting away and somehow right. you walk away with hey I didn't think of that thing before yeah and that's that's the whole thing we want we want people to have a takeaway and that goes back to my other content stuff maybe radio <laughs> for me being in radio like yeah. there there should be a takeaway where people go hmm I don't know what that person meant by that or it makes me, I want to talk about that. You, you want that water cooler talk for sure. Oh, for sure. Now, focusing back on your family, we, we both you and I have gone through, you know, the back to school fun, if you want yeah. to call it that. <laughs> now getting, I'm three kids ready. I have two and then my partner has three older ones going to college. So that was a little bit of Yeah, a... I saw that online. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you're too young to have kids in college already. But... Well, not mine, but still kind of mine. As, as, you're as, still young, Well, yeah. as they like to call me, I'm not their real dad dad. Oh, the not, not the real dad dad. That's yes. good. That's, that's hard to put that on a business card. Well, I've got it on a T-shirt, so it works. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> Now, going back to school, are there any tips that you can give fellow parents, uh, especially ones with a plethora of kids, on how to get them it, get them back to school and back up to where they were when they were coming out of school in June? Okay, well, I will say people know me for this, and it's I, my boss at my radio station laughed when he heard this, but 
getting kids ready in the morning is a hot mess. Like just like you, you can lay their clothes out the night before you can do all that, but it's still like they're rushing around and, and you still have to get ready for work and do all your stuff. And I found that we were fighting or disagreeing and I'm like, put on your shoes, put on your shoes, get this on. So for my two youngest ones, we bathe them and I read a book and they put their clothes on for school the night before. <laughs> they sleep in their clothes. And people think it's gross, and I'm like, no, it's not, because when they get home at 3 o'clock, they change out of those clothes. They're little girls. They're not sweating. They're not, like, they lie, and they put on their comfy, it's tights and a T-shirt. So, you know, it's not, um, it's, it, it is what it is. That, but, will, that will work um, in a couple of years. Yeah, you know, my 11-year-old is, yeah, is not going to do that. Um, she does lay her clothes out, and she pays attention, but... Um, now my six year old just turned seven. So the seven, eight year, seven and eight year old still do it, but I don't know how long that's going to last. Um, and the other thing is we make our schedule time for them to read and do math. And I did, they hated me for this, but back in August, I had them in a math and reading boot camp, and it was a mommy boot camp. And, you know, one, two o'clock in the afternoon, wherever they were, even if they weren't with me and they were with a babysitter, they had to read and do some type of activity or quiet, quiet time because, Screen time, you know, and yes, kids are outside and everything, but you have to keep them up on their reading and and their math. And yeah, they I, they'll tell you right now, Jason. They're like they hated me. They cried, and now you know we're into whatever week into school. And my eleven year old said, "Thank you, mommy. I feel like she feels more confident." I said, "Not because you're not doing well in school. I just want to get your confidence back up because, hey." we forget stuff. I forget what I did three months ago. If I had to like take a test or do something, Oh my God, don't even get me. If I had to do my driver's test, I'd fail. I shouldn't say that. I think we would all fail. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> no. Well, you want a little tip for, for, for next spring yes. when school ends? Set Tell up, me, set up, set up a reading challenge with your kids with a prize at the end of the summer. And what prize? See, my yeah, well, kids will only do cash. Well, <laughs> come to think of a prize. Hey, well, okay, okay. whatever prize you want. Set up a prize. Okay. The ones who read the most books wins the prize. Okay. All right. Done. That's what happens that in my house. To me. That's what happens in my house, and they just read all summer. I want to be in that challenge. <laughs> I'm going to move in with you guys. Please, I don't even want to live here. I, 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 people are crazy. I think they cut or it at switch houses. I think they cut it at 22. I, I think oh, the okay. Age, like there all is right. an age limit. I think I'm. I'm not oh. sure. I I tried to be in it, but they said no. So. <laughs> Okay, good. Good to know. Yes, yes, yes. And and at the end of the chat with you, I always like to ask my guests the fast five questions. Five questions. First thing that pops in your mind, let me know your answer. Oh, shoot. Okay. Favorite product collaboration you've done? Favorite product? C collaboration. Collaboration? Yeah. I would say Giant Tiger. That was a really... I, I, I love I love Giant Tiger, and literally, I'll tell you how this collaboration, I was in Hamilton, Ontario, in Canada. We had shopped at Giant Tiger, and we'd filled the trunk of my car up, and I said to my husband, take a picture. I'm going to send this to the marketing department. They didn't know who I was, and that's how, that's how I got the marketing department interested in me for Giant Tiger, and I do all their TV stuff. I call it GT Boutique, well, hey. but it was literally me taking a picture of my trunk of my car saying, this is my life. Here's my three kids. This is where I shop. Well, and yes, I'm a little bit of a hot mess. But hey, you know what? Giant Tiger is really underserved as as the, the the sort of place to go for you know not too bad stuff at a good price. That's right. I I love it. I, I love it. 
Giant Tiger? Boutique, uh, not not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> no hashtags here. Most inter- interesting interaction this year at TIFF. Ben Stiller. Oh, yes, I saw um, that. I saw that image. That was interesting. It was interesting. So I wore a dress. I, I have a designer that I support. She supported me like 10, 12 years ago when no one would put me. I'm not a size zero. I'm a, a regular size person, an average size woman. And uh, I go anywhere between, the, you know, six and 10. That's my my sizes. There you go. Too much information. And she offered this. And I've always supported Antoinette Kedonacci. And again, no sponsors, just saying. And she um, she gave me this dress and I went, oh, my God, this is very booby. And she's like, don't worry, if you got it, flaunt it. And so I walked in, and I will tell you, the Property Brothers were at this event we're at, and they're like, Taylor, we could see your tan lines from over here. I'm like, okay, everyone's being whatever. But Ben Stiller um, was not supposed to serve our table, and he served our table. And and I was really in shock, and I was fangirling. And I can send you the picture. If you want to post it with this Sure, that would be great. I I was completely in shock when he served us. As, as my as as my partner looked over la- last night as I was doing research for this, she's like, "Are you stalking her?" I'm like, "No, no, I'm good. no, I'm good." Um, the way it looks, it looks like he's <laughs> he's squishing my boob, yes. but he's putting a plate on the table. No, so anyway. no, it's it's the look on his face. That's what right. the whole that's the whole picture is the look on his face. Right, right. You should have saw the look on my husband's face. <laughs> <laughs> Poutine, <laughs> yes. Poutine or pizza? Oh. I'd like to say neither. Is oh, that, that's that's fine. That's that's legitimate. Is that okay? Like, yes. I guess if I had to it's, pick, it would be poutine. No, but... it's legitimate. If you don't like either, yeah. you don't like either. I don't like either. Favorite beer or alcoholic drink? Mm, sangria, like cheap sangria that's six ninety five at the LPBO. <laughs> or some coolers, like from when we were sixteen or seventeen, which is totally illegal, and you should not drink when you're that age. But. Do you remember those coolers back in the day, Jason? Yes. Like I forget what they're called. What, what, was it? What? No. What were they were Mike's Hard Lemonade yeah, yes. or like Mike's those type are, yes. of things? Okay, okay, yes. Yeah, I don't know. Like yes. I am a I am a girly girl. <laughs> For those type of drinks, yeah. Favorite place to pick up a shot of Java. Or Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah, I know. This first, I first, first one for Starbucks. The first thing that came to my mind is that my is this the first time someone said Starbucks? Yes, I've had my wow. ki- I've had my kitchen. I've had Tim Hortons. Well, now it's Starbucks. For Starbucks. Me. Tim Hortons is great. My dad, my dad was the first contractor, electrical contractor for the first Tim Hortons ever. In well, like in the sixties, there's there's some random information. I could have been. He was offered a province. Okay. He was offered to buy, you could buy a province back then, uh, Ron Joyce and those guys were offering. And my dad said, no, I could have had a totally different life. I could have been like a donut queen. You learn something new every day. <laughs> so Taylor, where can people find you on the internets? So they can find me like on my Facebook fan page, the Taylor K and it's K A Y E. And like, really, you can just find me anywhere. If you were to Google Taylor K A Y E. You'll find my Instagram, my Twitter, anything like that, um, and you can find me. and And it is me DMing back or someone on my team. I do. It's been great. I've, I have a team with me now, so because um, we try and get back to everybody with their comments and DMs because we want to. Makes sense. Well, thank yeah. you, thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule and uh, sitting down and chatting with me. 
Oh, no, thank you. I really appreciate it. And have yourself a great day and uh, happy back to school. Try that clothing thing. You can maybe even try it for work. Okay, Wear thanks. clothes the night before. Okay. <laughs> thanks. Bye. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. I would like to thank Taylor Kay for chatting with me and thanks to you for tuning in. And you can contact me on Twitter at Jason Perrier. That's at Jason, P-E-R-R-I-E-R. And use the hashtag chance to chat with if there's someone who you want me to chat with. Until we chat again, I'm out.